Welcome to My Crazy Office Podcast with the authors of Working With You Is Killing Me, Working For You Isn't Working For Me, and Mean Girls At Work. Kathy Elster and Katherine Crowley. They are committed to creating world peace, one crazy office at a time. And now, here are Kathy and Katherine. Hey everyone, I'm Kathy Elster. And I'm Katherine Crowley, and welcome to My Crazy Office. So today we're going to cover a topic rarely discussed at work. What to do if your boss is jealous of you. Ooh. Yeah. We're going to start with a question from someone whose boss is not happy that a certain large client prefers her presentation style over her bosses. Mm-hmm. And during the second part of the podcast, we'll consider what bosses can do if they manage employees who outshine them. Oh boy, this is such a hot and touchy subject. Yeah, only we touch this. <laughs> it can feel humiliating when someone you manage outshines you, and it can be super awkward if you're the one outshining your boss. Yeah. I hope more people will send questions like this to input mycrazyoffice.co. All right, so here's the question I'm in an uncomfortable situation with my boss. Last year, we gave a presentation together at a major institution, and this year, that same organization contacted me and asked me if I would be willing to come on my own and do a second presentation for them. I was excited and honored to be asked, but when I told my boss, she didn't react well. She frowned and said, well, you managed to ingratiate yourself with this group, Although she said I could do it, there's a coldness between us now. What should I do? Uh, (laughs) The damage is done. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, look, you know, you didn't know she was going to react that way. We all hope that our managers are Mm -hmm. proud of us Mm -hmm. and can see us growing and doing very well. Um, But you never know. You just never know. So if your, your boss brought you to this client and gave a presentation with you, you should always say to the client, that's so kind of you. I'm very flattered. Let me talk to my boss about that. Mm. And then you go back to your boss and say, this is uncomfortable. This is what the client did. I, I'm not comfortable with that. How should I handle it? Let yeah. the boss be the one to say, no, you were amazing. Go without me. You can handle this on your own. Mm. You know, this is you, this basically you overrode your boss. You made right. that decision for your boss. So I think that was the fatal era. Um And, you know, this, you probably have the kind of boss who does not want you to do that. And we'll say, all right, well, I'll call and we'll both give it, you know, or maybe I'll bring someone else this time, you know, but I think you have to be very careful here because your boss is in a position to make life difficult for you. Yeah. Over a speech, not important. Right. Well, I think the thing that's interesting is the chances are that there may have been little indications in the past right. that this person, your boss, needs to be front and center, you know? And yeah. I, I I think, I mean, it's interesting because, and we were talking about this earlier, Kathy, I have a number of clients who've accidentally outshined their bosses, <laughs> you know, at a sales call, in a presentation, even in terms of customer relations, like yeah. being the one that, that a, a, you know, a client wants to deal with. 
And I think your approach, which is to say, this makes me so uncomfortable. What do you think I should do is so smart because it's really taking the threat out of it. Right. Right. Well, also, you know, the client doesn't really have the right to do that. When you think about it, uh-huh. it's not your own business. You do work for this person. So mm-hmm. the client kind of set you up, but you don't have to bite, you know, you don't have to take it. And you know, you, you look, if you have outgrown your manager, then it's probably time for you to leave. Yeah. Um, unless there's another position in the organization you want to apply for, but you know, you are, you know, it, and look, a lot of people do that. A lot of people will just take the speech, you know, take the the lecture and then they'll, they don't care if people are mad at them. I mean, right. that's what a man would do. Right. Or maybe not. I don't know, but yeah. You know, you could do that, but I think it leaves a bad taste in your supervisor's mouth that you didn't even bring the request to them. Right. But she did actually. She said when I asked, when I told my boss, they had asked, she did not realize. Well, she said, frowned and said, so do we know if this person said actually, yes, I'll do it? Oh, I was excited and honored to be asked. But when I told my boss, so she was asked. The boss did not react well. Yeah, but if the boss is cold now, chances are she presented it improperly. She presented it as it was a done deal. Yeah. I got asked to do this, so I just want to make sure it's okay with you. And I think she clearly did not say, um, you know, like she found it uncomfortable after she did it, but she didn't find it uncomfortable (laughs) to, to do it. So- I just think that that's the proper line, uh, you know, chain of command. Right. You know, look, if now that she knows that her boss does not like her overriding her, which by the way, most bosses don't like. Right. You know, that doesn't mean she doesn't want you to do well. It just means, you know, not in this case. (laughs) And maybe, you know, giving these speeches Maybe that, you know, she saw it and doesn't like, it. I don't know. I don't really know what's going on with the manager, yeah. but I, I think that you have to read these situations better that having a manager who's jealous of you and you not playing that down is never going to work for you. It's just not right. going to work. Right. If you play that down. I mean, your career, you still are the, the master of your own destiny. You can leave, you can go for a different promotion. You know, you can work around that, but to make your life miserable with your boss, I, I don't. Yeah. I mean, clearly you've outgrown this boss. You got to go, you got to move on. <laughs> right. Well, well, yeah. And yeah. I know a lot of people who maybe they're in a, they're in a convenient job for the time being. Yeah. Right. And they want to hold on to it until they're ready to go. But I think you're, it's interesting. I was thinking of our book working for you isn't working for me. And we do a lot of, we have a lot of conversations there about, you know, how bosses can feel threatened by someone who's like, this person obviously is charismatic, clearly was able to connect with the crowd, whoever the audience was. And um, that if you are that way, if you're someone who generally does a good job of connecting with people and is able to make them feel good, and you have a sort of charismatic, shiny personality, that yeah, you kind of have to tamp it down (laughs) for the boss so that that person doesn't feel threatened. And that could be male or female. Um, 
I think it's a universal trait, really, that you if you're the person in authority, you, there's going to be a part of you that wants to be center stage, certainly more than the person who reports to you. Yeah, I mean, I think people probably know that you are outshining your boss. It's probably already a known fact right. to clients. So you can trust that and know that, you know, you're going to be fine and you just have to play cool with this managers. So you don't want to get fired. Yes. Or demoted or bad mouthed. So yeah. want to be careful how you play your manager because the manager, if you want to move to a different department, that manager could hold you back by bad mouthing you. So um, I think it's important if you're such a winner and you outshine your manager, you have to just trust that and know that the opportunities will come to you. That doesn't mean you have to take every single one of them. Yeah. Uh, uh, you know, I'd wait for the right opportunity to you for you to flex your muscle and, um, and, you know, move forward with that rather than than something that is going to humiliate your manager. All right. So let's say this is already done. What does this person do now? Right. You know, I think they could, um, I, you know, there's probably nothing you could do. Could you go they, back? Yeah, right. Could they they go back, back to the, the it's an institutional client. Could they go back and say, I'd really prefer to do, make a presentation with my boss, you know, that, our policy is that we do it together. I mean, they could, but do you want to do it with your boss now? Your boss is already called to you. Um, yeah, I think this is a tough situation because you stepped in a in a you know a landmine here. Like mm -hmm. you didn't know this was going to happen. You should have known. I think you have you should really be tuned into that. But um, I mean, you can apologize, but I think the trust is broken. Mm -hmm. Right. Definitely feelings are hurt in this situation. I would say that that's true. I think that maybe you could, um, certainly you could just go do it if that's what Kathy, yeah. you're saying you need to do. You could also um, come back and say next time they want you to come, <laughs> I don't know. you know, somehow phrase it that you were sorely missed and um, we're going to going forward. This would, I would not do something like this again. So right. maybe that's part of it. Right. But you maybe can go to the manager and say that you realize you made a fatal error here that you yeah. should not have said yes. You yeah. should not have done this. And you didn't, you know, you didn't think it through. Yeah. That you're embarrassed. And would this manager give you another chance? And can you go back and, you know, say, no, we're going to do it together. Like yeah. I would try to appeal, try. I don't know. Cause the trust is broken. I don't know. But you can try and be very earnest about it. Yeah. I think that's yeah. the best you can do. And going, like you were saying, you should have known going forward and for anyone listening, the one thing I will say is if you feel, is very often you might sense in this prior to this whole event happening, you may sense that your boss is a little competitive with you. Yeah. If you pick up on that, you're probably correct. Yeah. So your job in every situation is to keep saying, you know, I couldn't have done this without your support. You're really the expert here. I'll do my best to represent us. You know, keep saying the things that really confirm that they are the alpha. 
Yeah. I mean, it's kind of like dealing with a sacred cow, which is if you always incorporate them and give them credit, it's going to work out better for you than if you don't. Right. So, yeah. So let's look at the other side of this. What it, from the manager's perspective, how do you handle a situation where a star employee outshines you? And this mm-hmm. is, you know, we're talking to the manager now. You know, if you have somebody who I call a winner working for you, then they're not going to stay that long. Winners just don't stay. They have a knack for getting the next opportunity. And I would, you know, encourage them and help them grow and be the best they can and stay friends with them because there's really not much you can do about, you can't really hold somebody back. They, uh, they won't, they won't like it. Yeah they'll, you know, they will just sort of wilt and leave. So why not be partners with them and, and let them know, you know, this is probably in the long run, not the right place for you, but let's get you there. You know, like I'll help you get your next position. I'll help you grow. Yeah. That's been my experience with people that outshine. They Mm -hmm. are on an up, they are on a ladder and they are going. They are stars, literally. Yeah. They are literally stars. They're reaching for the sky. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I think the thing that's challenging, again, if you're a manager is to be able to make room for that person. Yeah. And to understand that their success is also your success. Yeah. You know, the, the, it's funny, it's that thing of, is there enough success in the room? Probably so. It may be that you get to, you know, own their brilliant performance and incur, keep encouraging them to shine. Um, and then it will reflect well on your leadership and on your department, right. wherever it is right. that they're working for you. Yeah. But that takes a certain emotional generosity. <laughs> so I think you may have to deal again with your own feelings of jealousy or your own feelings of being, um, you know, put aside or sidelined uh, in order to really support this person. What do you think? Um, yeah, I think that if you are feeling jealous, you know, what should encourage you is that they're probably not going to last that long. They're not going to stay that long. They're uh-huh. just going to keep moving. So to try to see them as someone who you can grab onto that, mm-hmm. you know, they're going to teach you the right attitude and who knows where they're going to go next. They may end up bringing you and I would just, you know, don't see them. I mean, I know you're going to see them as a threat, but try not to see them as a threat because they don't, um, basically the stars that I know, they're not the narcissists. They're not, you know, the people that hurt others on their way. Those don't do as well. They are somebody that, you know, they they just have this natural talent and they keep moving forward. Yeah. but if you do feel jealous, I would try to get some some therapy, some help with that. Yeah. Yeah, that's a, it's so interesting because we talk about, a lot of times we'll talk about what if you have a coworker who's good at being self-promoting or very yeah. good at you know winning people over. And usually what we'll say is, well, you need to find your way of shining. And maybe that's right. true for the boss too. If you've got a star performer, maybe that will up your game. And you can say, okay, well, they're great in the, say, in the general stage, I'm good behind the scenes, you know, or I'm the one who builds the org that they then spring forward in. You like, you find your territory to be secure in so that you're not competing with them. 
Yeah, exactly. Well, that's it for this podcast. If you have any further comments or thoughts on this topic, and I bet you do, tweet <laughs> us to Ask K2 and follow us on at, um, at Instagram at MyCrazyOffice. And if you want to receive our podcast email, text us at 228-28. That's 228-28 and type in my crazy office, all one word. Finally, don't forget to send your questions and stories to info at mycrazyoffice.co. My Crazy Office is produced in New York City at K-Squared Studios. Stay crazy.